are listening to One Love Podcast. Wake up with a smile with your host, Disco. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Good morning, Toronto. And good day, the rest of the world. I'm so happy to be in your ears right now. You are listening to One Love Podcast, and this is Espresso with Love, where we hope to jumpstart your day with a little energy, a little fun, and a lot of love. How is everyone feeling this morning? Amazing. Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Thursday. Hope you've had an awesome start to your day. Guys, you use social media. Do you use it like Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter? Do you guys use any of these platforms? I'm not trying to ask a stupid question. (laughs) Of course you do. But on the real, I really want to know, does your social media game affect your actual mood? And I think it's a tough question to answer honestly. I really do. You need to be really detached from ego, in my opinion. But does it affect your mood, though? Like, if you don't see engagement right away or at all, really, on your post, do you get bothered? Do you get upset? Because we live in a world where communication reaches far beyond the words we speak or the words we write. Like a hundred years ago, literally, the only ways you would communicate with someone is either you'd write a letter to them if you even knew how to write, or you would literally speak to them. But now we have social media platforms, we have video platforms, podcasts, like so many ways to express ourselves. So when you go through the effort and put your thoughts and feelings through these various outlets, does the reaction or lack thereof play a role on your conscious or mood? Well, if I'm going to be honest, it definitely does. Like, it certainly does. Now, not to the extent where I would delete something that did not get as good a response as I would have liked. So I'm not really serial like that. But guys, today is Thursday, and I got my brother from another mother, Paul, from Apollo Duca on Instagram. And let's get right into today's segment with... Paulie's perspective. If you don't like it, then it, it doesn't really matter. Yes, good morning, Paulie. How are you today? I'm great, sir. How are you? Not bad, man. Not bad. You know, uh, I really would like a name like Disco, just so you know. I don't have a cool name like that. You know, I like my name, but Disco's, I think, the coolest name that, I, that I've that i come across in and my recent travels. And that means a lot because <laughs> I know how much you've traveled. Yeah, exactly. Um, how's your week been? Very good, man. Thank you, sir. Working, grinding it out like you. Yeah, definitely. It's been a grind for sure this week. Um, it was actually perfect because your your first segment tied in perfectly uh, to exactly how the week was going, which was it was it was cloudy as hell this week. And uh, nasty week. Yes. It was uh, it was hard to wake up happy. And I'm, I'm lucky that I have my own podcast to listen to every single day. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know what I would do. But uh, it was a cloudy week and I could feel it. Like even when I went to the gym, everyone I interacted with, everyone was just gloomy this week, you know. And I don't know why or how, but it, it must have resulted it, like that did follow through to my social media stuff because it felt like no matter what I posted this week, I just wasn't getting all the traction I wanted to. And I know that that's like that seems so immature maybe but well it's the online stuff man especially because what we do heavily relies on what we're doing online it's it's important to make sure that you're you know you're just focusing on the the quality of what you're putting up i mean you don't have to a lot of people doing the stuff online you know and we know all of these people okay there's a lot of people who who have no direction online at all and and 
literally base their lives and and define themselves by the the amount of likes they get or the amount of follows or views or these are not real things. They're not real things. What's real yeah. is what you're putting out there. Yeah. And allowing your work to speak for itself. You so, know, I got to ask like that I think I feel like I don't know, maybe everyone else feels like you know when successful people tell you like what's right and what's wrong and what's good and what's bad and you're like oh you're just successful and like that's why you're saying it so like you guys see Paulie has like over 20,000 20, on Instagram over 20 over 30 I have about 42 <laughs> they're 42 okay I have two. but I worked for that too you know like- <laughs> I have two something and uh, and I'm sure that there are listeners that are listening to this podcast who have less than 2,000 who have just more than 2,000 or have over 2,000 or less than 10,000 or whatever the case may be and yes like you said um i do heavily rely on it almost every single thing that i do is based on social media so whether that's a podcast whether that's my company and whether that's myself because i'm so busy that i honestly don't go out and socialize like i haven't gone out on a friday or saturday night in at least a year at least a year so how am i gonna ever like be able to communicate and talk to Anybody that I know, I feel like social media is my outlet of doing it. But again, yeah, I know it can get discouraging. I know that just not getting that love back. I mean, it sucks when something doesn't do as much, you know, as as, it doesn't seem to get the response that maybe one of your last posts did. But in the end, like, you know, you it is important how it looks to other people when they come to your like presentation is still everything. Yeah. We know that. That's yeah. why. That's where the stress really comes from, yeah. right? But in like when I do my my comedy videos, I, it's it's really just all of my focus is put on making the best piece of content that I can for each idea. Some of them are better than others. You yeah. know what I mean? But in in the end, it's it's like I'm not. I don't really care like if someone likes this one or doesn't like this one. If they're watching, you know, a lot of people check it out and don't like it or follow or anything. Sure. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, you could tell from your impressions and what the, what's happening there. But, I mean, like, as long as I'm happy with what I'm putting out, then I, I'm happy. You know what I yeah. mean? And I understand that with the Instagram algorithm, which is terrible. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, different days of the week and, you know, who's on at that time. It's always going to be different. So to base the importance or define, like, how well something does um, that I put up on each and every post is is actually insane because it doesn't make any sense to do that. It's as long as I put up something that I'm happy with, uh, the work will speak for itself. And what you do with your podcasts, it speaks for itself and it will continue to speak for itself because of all of the, the passion and heart that you put into it. People resonate with passion and heart. They don't necessarily resonate with how many likes something has. That's true. You know, so that's You're doing true. all right, man. <laughs> Everything's good. Okay? So, okay, I, I still, I'm still going to ask, like, so, how, like, what's the secret? How do you get to, like, 40,000 followers, bro? You like, hustle in any way that you can. And don't let anyone tell you differently, okay? Because in the end, it's how you're interacting with the people that are engaging with your page. Okay? And, and I get back to absolutely everybody there you, that okay. comments. So um, that's important. It's very tedious, and it's something that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I try to... to um, follow back anybody who is really actually following. I try to get back to anybody who actually comments. Um, 
uh, for the most part, like, like it's easy for me to get back to people on the comment thread. Sure. But like, I, I like to go the extra mile and, and, you know, DM somebody a, a special thank you or, yeah. or even do a video for them or anything like this, you know, even from the band days, like I, we took pride in the extra mile we went for our fans at the time, you know, to like make us, like I said, make a special video for them or go out of our way to make sure that they knew how appreciated they were. Yeah. And um, that is, that's, that's very important. I think even in, um, one thing that I do within my own business that I feel that uh, a lot of people or most businesses don't do anymore, at least, is uh, I handwrite a thank you card. So for all my clients, um, once I'm done at the end of the month, yeah. I'll look back. I'll see, OK, I had business from this client, this client, this client. I have custom like business uh, thank you cards that I got printed. And then I'll just handwrite a thank you card and I'll send that off to them just to be like, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that at least they can appreciate. That's special though, because right? nobody does that anymore. That, Remember that? That's, that's just it, right? That's, yeah. People used to write each other notes. You yeah, know I mean? man. No <laughs> there would something. be a letter. A letter would be like the most personal thing. Yeah. And now you write an email and I get it could be personal depending on what type of words you're using, but it's not the same thing. And, and you got to hope it doesn't go to junk. Yeah, does it go or to junk? spam? You got even if you do mail it. See, if you mail a real letter today, you got to hope that it actually gets, it gets there to too. that person too. Yeah, yeah it's so true. like it's it's um that's but I think that's really nice, man. Um, have you ever posted something and then like not told anyone and took it off because it didn't receive the attention that you liked? Uh, in the process of growing my page to where it's at, absolutely. Uh, because that was also me learning what truly is important about what you know what I mean. I could have left it up. It doesn't matter. That's the advantage and the disadvantage of using something like Instagram, let's say. It's so right away and then gone. Yeah. People will love it and then they forget about it. People, If people didn't like it, it'll still be off their feed in no time because of the algorithm, right? The algorithm works in your favor and it also works against you. This is just my opinion. Yes. But this has been part of the, our struggle. The process, my, yeah. my partners yeah. and I, uh, yeah. you know, dealing with trying to get um, the exposure that we'd like to be able to you know, also make a living doing what we're doing. You know, I, I, I write and produce comedic ads for bigger yeah. brands as well. Yeah. So it's still important that my posts are engaging and that they're ha having That's a chance. Good content, but I, I got to pay quality. to boost my post, you yeah, know, yeah, which yeah. is fine in, in most cases. But in the end, it's only 7% of your whole I know. following yeah, seeing that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's robbery. I it's, know. It, you know, yes we, yes, we got to build it for free on your platform, but like at least give us a 60-40 or like a... You know, something more all fair. of it. Why yeah. not? What yeah. do you, you know, Instagram is only blown up so much because of everyone else using everyone it. Everyone else <laughs> using it. Even automated systems. It's just, it's what you're doing with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, how so, are you interacting with people? How genuine is it? Now, again, I know that maybe for a lot of listeners, they don't use social media, for example, for to build a personal brand or to build or to use for business, which is really what we do. Because even my, personal brand is a business right in some way shape or form it, it is a business um and i'm one thing that we got to talk about because um it is a whole new thing that i think both of us will be very surprised and shocked because we're both in our 30s mm -hmm. and um when we grew up there was no instagram or facebook no. okay until university and that was late university yeah. even. Uh, I think I was about 21 or 20. I wasn't even in Remember university. MySpace? But my, my friends. Yeah, MySpace. Exactly. Yeah. That's where all the... That's where, when, I I think of boy, when I think of boy bands starting off, I think yeah, of MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's something about social media and the younger generation of people. And I'm talking people between the ages of, let's say, like 8 and 15. Mm -hmm. Kids, 8 and 15. They use... 
this platform and these platforms in a way that I think if we did some research, because I have read about it a little bit this year and like, I didn't know if I was nervous, upset, happy or sad when it came across this information, but just because I think um, it would go so well with everything that we're talking about as well too in general that we, we figure it out because I, and I want to share it with people because I think people don't understand how serial, how how completely different it is the way that me and you, for example, even look at a platform like Instagram, than how kids look at a platform. Right. Well, like because Instagram. they don't know anything else. This is this is the this again. It could be an advantage and a disadvantage yeah. because they will never know the type of grind that we used to have to do to get our bands noticed. I used to have to get a thousand flyers made and then go hand out flyers sure, at true. some other band's lineup. You know, before true. the concert. You know what I mean? Yep. Hoping somebody would grab and and and. Make it playing, happen. you know, you know, that's just in the music world. But yeah. like grinding physically in every yeah. possible way and mentally, um, they will never know that kind of thing here. But there is also a new online grind that yeah. we've embraced. But even these kids may may be a little bit more savvy to than us because they did grow up in this generation. The problem lies in where their self-confidence comes from and where their self-importance comes from. Just like what we started talking yes. about, their whole popularity, their life especially as a kid, you know, you know how important people's opinions of you, you know, got to you when you were growing up in school. You know, that's what all this bullying comes from, you know, even True. still, if you don't know who you are, which, how do you know who you are? As you, you have to learn that, yeah. you know what I mean? It's hard as a kid. Go through experiences. Um, and, and now social media is the guide. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, that's but that's what they, and it's, this is the wrong thing, but this yeah. is the reality. It is looked at as the guide to how important you are as a person, how many people are following you, this and that. And with kids who don't know the difference and are still searching for themselves and they don't, you know, it can be, they can get lost in that world. The cyberbullying, you know, the suicide, the, yeah. the, it's terrible. What it is. Could be. And I don't think, because they don't know the contrast, they don't know what we used to have to do yeah. um, uh, and, and how much hard work it takes to really do some soul searching yourself. Um, yeah. You know, they may be at a complete disadvantage. Do you think that... Uh there should be age restrictions when it comes to social media. I mean, I think in the end it's going to come down to what your parents are letting you do, and then how at, at the at the same time, you know, I know kids as old as eight and nine getting they have cell phones already. Yeah, you know, and they're and everything they do, they grow up. They have smart boards in school. You know what I mean? They grow up on iPads now. Yeah. So it's like it would be almost wrong to not let them use it. But so I don't know about age restrictions. I just I think you know. Maybe about the sites or the things that they actually go on should be maybe restricted. And see, the problem is parents don't also understand exactly how everything works. So it's people in our generation that would should be teaching kids like that where you know where their self love needs to be first. And it's funny you say that because I do feel like I guess I'm considered Generation X um, or the end of it, but I do feel are like we, is that what it is? Are we Pepsi generation? I think so. We generation. are. The Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we were yeah. we were just at the time right. where Pepsi lit Michael Jackson's hair on fire. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I believe that uh, we are the mediators because the people who are older than us are kind of too old when it no comes to this technology. Yeah, yeah. And the people who are younger than us are too young to understand what life was like without any of this technology. And we were right in the middle of that. Mm. And um. Yeah, and now that responsibility is, is I feel like, and that's why I want to have these conversations yeah. because I see both perspectives and I'm like, oh my God. This is a great thing to talk about. Absolutely. The way these kids use Instagram is like, oh my, do their parents know? I'm like, 
But if I told their parents, they could completely overreact to on the other side of it and not, like you said, completely understand even how these platforms work and, and what they do. And But again, with that being said, we grew up with no internet. We grew, not, yeah, actually when I grew up, internet did come out in the early 90s. We had the little, yeah, the all that computers. stuff. Yeah, yeah, before the internet would connect, you'd go from 24.4 to 36.6, <laughs> to whatever. Yeah. Wait um, 10 minutes for a page of load. And that was the whole thing is that, so I lived in a society where um, I was weaned onto the internet and all the good things of the internet and all the bad things of the internet. Right. Today, when you're born, at the age of two or three years old, if you have access to an iPad, and you wanted to type the word sex into it yeah. or type the word porn into it, right, right. you would get your answers that I could have never gotten even if I right. tried to sit there on channel 128 and watch the snowy channel and yeah. try to make some space late I at mean, night, you know? I don't know how many two and three-year-olds are searching porn and sex, but, but at the same time, they could. But if, <laughs> the point is, is that it's that easy. The access you're right, to absolutely. it is that easy. Simple. I mean, there are some there are website restrictions. That, again, that's up to the parents to like you know some some iPads and things have built in parental control, sure. built in child sure. you know, stuff. Um, but uh, but your your point is absolutely valid in in that sense. Like anybody could, you can Google and YouTube anything, right? So so I I mean, how that affects them growing up? Again, it's going to be down where their where their moral code comes from, which in the end is going to be their environment, their parents, their you know. Until they're self-sufficient enough to be able to start thinking properly for themselves. They're just so desensitized Everybody. way yeah. before so we ever were. We ever were. And I just don't know if... Uh, I guess, does it, does it even matter, Polly, whether it's good or not? <laughs> like, does it even matter? Here, it's the generation we live in. Uh, and rather than complain and fight about it, we have to embrace it in a way that benefits us best. And hopefully... That way that we choose is a way that also benefits other people because, like you said, when you're doing what's what's best for you, I think that you're you're giving back to society in every possible way. Right? Sure. You don't need to be a missionary to go and help people all over the world, which is incredible, and I admire people who do that. Of course. But if you embrace what your talent is, who you are, and whatever, and you share with the world like you are with your podcast, like I do with my comedy and yep. whatever it is, you're still giving back because you're you're connecting with people in a positive way. People are relating in some way, and and it's a constant pay it forward situation in that way. It's when people don't do what they love and they hate their lives and they hate their jobs, they're no good to anybody. Yeah. You know? So until they suck it up and take a chance, sacrifice something to, to even if it is that cushy job to go and do something that really lights them up, you know, once they get the ball rolling, man, like they'll, they'll be unstoppable and they're, they're just a better person. Yeah. In general. Yeah. You, you embrace that light, you know, that you have and, and then, uh, People resonate with that, and even if, if they don't understand it. If people don't know how to do that yet, and they yeah. think it's cheesy to yeah. like, you know, like yeah. first of all, the joke is on them; it's hilarious. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, when they do get it, they like people. When you speak passionately about something, people listen. Yeah, they whether do. they agree or not, they're right. listening. So, and I think that, uh, at least from what I got from our conversation today, is that at the end of the day, there are so many negatives. Whether it be the weather as soon as you wake up, whether it be that social media or that cell phone that you're holding right yeah. now can actually portray so much negativity you don't even realize or understand it until you actually sit down and think and focus on it. But right. even with all that being said, there's too much positive in the world. There's too much to be grateful for. There's too much to be thankful for that no matter what these negatives are, there is a way for us to turn around and look at 
the brighter side of things and and try to play off that in order to and help use that to help deal with whatever that negativity is that's being right. Right. drawn towards us. In the simplest way, it's the it's to focus on truly what is the most positive out of all of it. And again, that's something that people find hard to do. But is it that hard? You can think about all the negative. When you start thinking about more of the positive over the negative, you're exercising your mind to to just start thinking that way. And then once you're into that routine regimen of thinking, um, it's easier. So when it is gloomy outside, you wake up because you you wake up happy because you woke up, and and now you get to do what you love, hopefully, or you get to take that next step to what it is that you love. It's exciting. You have to make it exciting. It's nobody owes anybody anything. You know what I mean? So you owe it to yourself to make sure you're doing what what truly excites you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Paulie's perspective. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Toronto and friends from around the world. How you feeling today? Guys, Paul is not just an incredible human being, but I'm sure you've heard the phrase, surround yourself with like-minded people. And I can tell you since working with all my new co-hosts, my anxiety has dramatically decreased when it comes to putting together a new episode every single day. Now, the anxiety is still there. It's just dramatically decreased. (laughs) Guys, nothing in life will be achieved without hard work. Unfortunately, and yeah, we've heard that a million times before too, but one thing that nobody really focuses on is how far being an amazing human being will actually get you and how much stronger you are when you share all of your incredibleness with other people. Like, no matter how good LeBron James is, we witnessed how far he gets when he has to carry his entire team. Michael Jordan never won a championship without an incredible supporting lineup. What's the point of being an amazing or even the best basketball player in the world if all you do is lose? Guys, think about that. That's actually gold. What's the point of being amazing or the best at anything If no one ever sees anything you do, or if no one likes anything you do, like, or if you're just not even that good at putting it together, like you could be the smartest, you could be the smartest marketer in the world, but if you have no product or no clients, how good is your marketing really? It's easy to think like, or it's easy to pretend that we're alone in our endeavors And being pretty awesome is one thing, but being surrounded by a bunch of pretty awesome people, well, that's what we call a dream team. It's easy to think that this challenge of breaking free is like so daunting when you're faced to do it all by yourself, but I promise you, humans by nature care and love other humans first. Yes, there will always be hate. That's usually a good thing, though. But when we already know that there will be hate and it's going to exist, we actually have no right to let it bother us effectively. You have no right. 
We deal with it and we move forward. Don't get stuck looking back today, guys. Take advantage of the time you have ahead of you. I believe in you. You could definitely do this. Today is going to be an incredible day. Remember to be kind to people today. Smile for no reason and no matter what, know that you are not alone. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourself. Thank you. Big shout out to my mom for giving birth to me. I love you, mom. And a shout out to freesfx.co for providing me with those awesome sound effects. If you guys have got any questions or would like to comment on the show, reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at One Love Podcast. That's at the number one, the word love, the word podcast. Reach out to us. Show us some love. We sincerely appreciate your support. And for the love of Jesus, please subscribe to the channel. I'm leaving you off with some happy, upbeat music, so don't turn on that FM radio. Play your favorite song after and be happy, Toronto. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. One love. Downtown the snowy ground is all I can see. Call this place my home, my wawazir Different ways to say hello is not new to me Making up the whole world all in one city Even though it's cold outside We know how to turn it up Look at all those kids outside Bet you couldn't guess now where they from If you wanna be outside Lace them up, I'll show you where Everyone's gonna meet tonight at Nathan Phillips Square Look at the skyline CN Tower so high and bright You're welcome to stay T-Dot is my city and that won't ever change Our city and that won't ever change